Welcome to the Resound Worship Songwriting Podcast, episode 93. I'm Joel Payne. I'm Sam Hargreaves. And this is a podcast to equip and inspire grassroots songwriters serving their local church. In this episode, we'll be looking back on January's multi-part songs challenge and setting a new challenge for February and a bunch of other stuff, probably, but I've been slightly unprepared. <laughs> Hello, Joel. Hello, Sam. Hello. Uh, how's, your, how's your room? Uh, yeah, I'm in solitary confinement because... Uh, <laughs> I have tested positive for COVID on Monday, and uh, yeah, so I'm following the um, the Desert Fathers' um, advice to go into your cell, and your cell will teach you all you know. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I am going slightly mad, so I'm quite glad for this because I feel like I have a friend that I can reach out to Aww. through my through my computer. And this is this is perfect for me as well because you're not actually here. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this is your idea of friendship. Yeah, it works quite well. I'm, I'm happy enough in my little. I'm in my little room as well, but I am allowed out. We've got um, some people chopping down trees in our garden That's for the exciting. moment. So I, I think the chainsaws probably are far enough away and quiet enough that you won't hear them. But they are then taking huge boughs and branches and dragging them through the garden, and they're often scraping along the door to my office. So if you hear that. Uh, it's a tree, not a zombie. <laughs> okay, I'll remember that. Well, if people are feeling sorry for me uh, in my solitary confinement, they can go to engageworship.org slash resurrection and look at our new... I'm waving this. This is the sound it's, of a resurrection people. Actually. Thanks, mate. We've got a slightly... So a biggin. Yeah, tell me about this new format, your biggin. The biggin is the church service pack. Um, which is seven service plans for Easter up to Ascension. Yep. So that's and then the li- sorry when you say big and that's kind of like A4 format. A4. Oh, yeah. Yes. Big and then um, the small one is the personal devotions, which is uh, eighty page, like you do a sort of Bible reading per day, and it kind of follows through all the themes of resurrection, Jesus kind of appearing to his disciples, and what kind of resurrection means for our lives because i think what we reflected on was that easter often goes by in a blur yep and you kind of do lent 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 holy week holy week holy week and then suddenly it's like you know bunnies and flowers and thine be the glory and then suddenly you're on to the next thing so we're trying to kind of help people really marinate in resurrection for a for a season it's fantastic and i, I love the sound of your easter service which you're used to which is bunnies flowers and thine be the glory that's it. And then That's it's really over. good. It'll keep me happy, I think. <laughs> no, there's so much more, Joel. It looks really good. And you've written some songs, haven't you, as well, a part of it? Yep. So we've got five new worship songs yeah. and a few performancey songs as well. And um, one of them is going to come out through Resound. Yeah. So I think Draw Near the Tomb is going to be uh, our featured song for today. Yeah, that's nice. It, like, we're sort of, we, this may be the first time ever we're actually coinciding releasing the song and releasing the podcast at the same time so yeah that's kind of nice but it's cool because um timo's written a couple that are on the engaged site and um of this parish of yeah of this parish and also i wrote one called lord it's hard to recognize you which keiko is playing on and actually matt weeks is playing bass on a load of tracks so we're really uh this is we've done a bunch of these kind of service packs before but we've never done so much effort into the music 
So there's kind of five quite, uh, we think, significant songs to really help you keep singing and worshipping in, in these themes. Brilliant. Love this family. Oh, fantastic. Mm. Thanks, mate. What are you up to? Well, I've got a new job. Have you? Yeah. It's been nice. Yeah, um, but don't panic. <laughs> don't worry. Okay, uh, it's sort of carrying on what I'm doing. But I, I have been elevated to the lofty role with... so. Backtrack slightly. Resound Worship and Jubilate are part of a bigger charity, which is called the Song and Hymn Writers Foundation, which we internally call Schwoof, but nobody else in the world does because it sounds ridiculous. It's the sound when you send an email in Apple Mail, isn't oh, it? Oh, it is. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's nice. We should have a... I only realised that. that later. Um, yeah. And I have been appointed the executive director of this charity. So um, it is now my, my job to kind of oversee the whole charity... Um, look for new opportunities to do things, grow our work with song and hymn writers, publish more stuff, um, and so on. So that's, yeah, that's great. It's exciting. That's I will be continuing exciting. to do Resound Worship as well. So it's a sort of split role. Um, and in some ways reflects stuff I've been kind of getting stuck into anyway. Um, but it, it's a whole new kind of mandate for, you know, the next period. So I, I am really excited about it. I, I feel like we are... Um, some exciting stuff has happened over the last couple of years, and I just think the the potential for the future is is really good. Um, our strapline as a charity is to enrich the song of the church, and I see ways that we're already doing it, <clears throat> including with this podcast and the Twelve Song Challenge community. I think we are enriching the song of the church, and I love it. Yay! Um, and we want to do more of that kind of thing. Um, so, uh, yeah. Um, it does mean, you know, we've taken on um, a bit like you, you know, you, you took on some more stuff with Engage, MWF, and, um, you know, it puts the pressure on financially. We've got to yeah. raise some funds to cover this stuff now. So that's, you know, that'll be some of the work we're doing. But that's pretty good. That's pretty exciting. And also, really cool. um, most of you listening to this, if you're part of the 12 Song Challenge, will know that we are doing a hymns project, which we're going to record in April. Uh, or end of March, beginning of April, where we are taking the idea of our Jubilati Challenge a few months ago and saying, hey, we've got some really good tunes. Um, let's get them all in. Let's go through them. Let's pick out the absolute best ones, the best lyrics that go together, and let's record a set of them and basically make a, an album collection. So we're going to do that, and we're doing it as a sort of live worship context with a slightly um, slightly classy vibe, um, mm. uh, which we that's going to happen on the 2nd of April. So thanks, everyone, who has sent stuff. We, I mean, so far we've got about 50-odd tunes. Brilliant. And, um, I, I was chatting to... Did I say this last time? I was chatting to Isaac Wardell, the, the guy who runs the Porter's Game. Oh, did you he, just drop something? Yeah. I think you just dropped something. And he said... <laughs> I think I might have said this last time, did I? Anyway, he's, one of the things he said is he likes to have about 300 songs per project. No, when they put out an uh -huh. album of 10 songs, he likes wow. to have about 300 so he can pick the best ones. Um, He's I got thought, a lot of time on his hands. Yeah, he does. But I thought, <laughs> yeah, okay, so 50 for us is, you know, the same principle <laughs> of let's just have loads and pick out yeah. the absolute best ones because it's a really good. So thank you, everyone who sent them. And it's What's the, the deadline if people 11th want to 11th of February. Oh, you've got loads of time, people. Yeah, it's another couple of weeks. Get cracking. Um, yeah, so get cracking. Um and that's going to be great. I mean, I'm excited about that. And I'm excited about doing this live recording thing and inviting people to come and join us as well because it's an opportunity for us all to hang out, meet up in real Yay. life, which we're gradually doing bit by bit. Super, super good. 
Should we catch up on some things that have been going on uh, with our community and so on last month? Had a really lovely message on Slack from Rachel Dunn, who, mm-hmm. much to her surprise by the sounds of it, her the song she wrote for November's December Song Challenge is going to be featured on BBC Radio Sunday Morning Service for Cand- yeah. Candlemas, which will have just happened when this comes out. Um, so that's just fantastic and totally unexpected, I think, for Rachel. Um but wonderful. So congratulations, Rachel. Good so, job, so Rachel. pleased about that. There's also been um, Andrew Finden's put out an EP. Mark Willoughby has put out an album. Yeah. Um, go and listen to these things. I'll put some links up for them. Yeah. Uh, forgive me if I've forgotten if there's anyone else, but I, I think those two particularly in this last little while, packed with stuff from the 12 Song Challenge. Yeah. Um, isn't that good? I, I love really that um, the... What we try to provide is the discipline of regular songwriting. And our expectation is that some of it will just fall by the wayside because it's just an exercise. It's just for fun. It's just to learn. But every now and again, within that structure, a spark of inspiration arrives. And it's more than just an exercise. And it is a song for us to sing. And we're hearing about those. We're seeing those things happen. And you will collectively have experienced that in your church as well where on a particular month you're like oh well i never expected that this was going to be the one and now we're singing it so yeah. i like that i like it a lot really good 12 in january we set you the challenge of writing multi-part songs these are songs which just depart from the standard everyone sings the verse everyone sings the chorus and gives different people in the congregation different things to do we left it to you how you interpreted that how complex you were how you divided things up and as usual we've had an avalanche of songs and we are without a forum uncle auntie mum or dad today um which is largely just through to my lack of organization so apologies to the <laughs> to the forum family um we do love you and we will get you back next time but as a result uh sam and i have had to do a little bit more work um and sam give <laughs> us your shock general i know give us your general reflections on this month i really like the way that this pushes people out of their comfort zone a bit i think people have ended up writing some quite different songs to what they might normally have fallen into some people have kind of drawn back from the teze bit i think you know because that kind of lends you map perhaps towards some some rounds and stuff um some people have gone sort of stylistically for the rap thing or Mm. for the um yeah i think it's i think it's produced some some really interesting stuff and and definitely um yeah push people out of their comfort zone yeah i i felt like once or twice there'd be a comment which was i I love this. I can't quite imagine how a congregation would sing it. And I think that's probably fair that this month we've just had a go at some stuff. And some of them are going to come out and, oh, this would really work. And others would say, hey, we pushed the envelope. We wanted to see where we could get to. We've learned something from it along the way. Maybe... Maybe everyone's got, in some ways, got a little bit carried away with the layers. I, I was surprised by just how many layers everyone was layering up. And I thought there might be a few more simple. I'm just going, uh, you know, just throwing a descant on or something. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, that, not with this community. You set them a challenge. They they try to find the extremes and that's where they dwell. So well done, everyone. I, I also have to admit, at this stage, I have not yet written a song. Oh I think my. it's a ridiculous challenge and I refuse to do it. <laughs> that's not true but i just have had a you are not allowed to play your joker no i've Um, had a packed january and um 
But it's all right because this is a few days before you good people are hearing it. So I will have done. So if you go check it out and you'll find my amazing multi-part <laughs> layered song. Um, let's get, Sam, do you want to get all four of Uncle on us? And um, Do you want to ask me about my song? Sam, <laughs> did you write a song? I did actually. Yeah, I wrote a song for uh, my Park Church group and uh, got some great feedback on it uh, from the people. And yeah. then I took it to Park Church and we sang it in as a as a group. Sweet. How'd it go? Yeah, really well. Yeah, we we were quite a, we were sort of quite a small group that week. So I'm looking forward to hopefully in two weeks uh, we'll be a bit of a bigger group again. And I just I think it will really lift with a slightly bigger group. But it was it was good. Uh, it was timely for our group. That's so brilliant. Um, it was called In the Woods, isn't it? And yeah. um, it was funny because the the multi-part song I have the least fond memories of is from Stephen Sondheim's musical. Into, into the, the woods. woods. Into the woods and out of the woods and into the woods. And it actually does this, by the end of the musical, they're singing all the different songs from the musical all at once. And it's, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, God, uh, you know, God rest his soul, but it's, awful um, <laughs> let's do that with the next resound album yeah and by the end all of the we'll songs lit- have to all oh, interweave together oh that is concept album talk isn't it yeah and then we'd have yeah. to do an adele wouldn't we we'd have to insist that spotify do not include a shuffle button do you think, do you think <laughs> we've got that clout with spotify yet yeah i'm sure more or less absolutely yeah okay forum uncle us sam what you got right i've got this is absolutely genius uh, Ken Spence said that he immediately thought Bobby McFerrin, and I love Bobby McFerrin. So he's gone for, um, yeah, exactly, vocalising uh, maracas Maraca. and beatbox <laughs> and everything, and it just makes me smile so much. Uh, it's brilliant. So let's listen to it. Magnificent maracas. Chosen Prince, the King, the Son, the Lamb who became the Shepherd, whose love guides all creation to become on earth his kingdom. This is our full salvation. Holy, 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 holy is the Lord Jesus. Holy, 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 holy is the Lord Jesus. Holy, 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 he actually made uh, Rachel Wilhelm cuss on the yes, he did. on the thing. That. I thought if you can make Rachel Wilhelm cuss, then you you've done it. That is what we're all aiming for. That is 
astonishing. That is, do you know what? I, I am frequently astonished by Ken. I think he's one of our most creative members of the community. He he brings in styles and he goes for it. Um, and I love it. And don't you think, like, you can totally hear, like, if you did that and you've got everyone doing those different parts, you can totally hear people jumping in on that. Yeah, great stuff. What else you got? I got Rachel Dunn. This is quite different as a contrast. Uh, quite simple, but I just think the layering, and particularly she starts it off, and then the next part comes in on a very different beat of the bar, kind of coming before the... And it just it's just really effective. that the it won't always be this hard you know it's all yeah. sort of an answering phrase isn't yeah, yeah. it yeah to... really nicely plays that's a yeah. it's a real it's a real kind of vocalist's melody as well you just mm. will always be this it's really nice to to jump onto um yeah. but uh, and the the repetitive kind of mantra is is just a lovely simple phrase it's just a, a truth a truth a truth and that. i think that's yeah it's good it's got it's simple actually isn't it great Great stuff. Yes. And then my next one is uh, Philip Laycock uh, with help from Anita Thompson and Phil Johnson. A big old collaboration. Posted very early and then lots of people um, jumping on, making suggestions, uh, adding bits. So, uh, yeah, real good example of uh, collaboration. He is mighty to say. He is mighty to say.
promised us this That he's power to save us from sin He is faithful and kind He is holy and just He will rescue your life from the grave He is powerful, merciful, loving and true He's the Lord Today, so you got that a sort of bed going yeah. on. He's mighty, just, and then you got sort of a feels like a bit of a cantor or a sort of lead mm. part over the top. And I think the you know good letting the harmonies you know stray out from the the the, the familiar chords opens up opportunities. Yeah, I like the the use of the different pace in the you know is long drawn out and then the the pace of the of the separate part is it's just a really nice way of differentiating parts isn't it um, yeah it's really obvious they 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 all come out super clearly great job yeah that's right and then i've got kate borden uh who sort of admitted that she uh was kind of continuing on the teze thing um and she's done a, a lord have mercy it's very classy i think this uh yeah, really, really sort of gorgeous and a and, uh, bit of class. Good day. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> oh, Katie, you sound amazing. Um, yeah, Latin and yeah. English and and simple. I mean, I know there's a yeah. bit where it lays together and it sounds like it's getting complex, but in reality, it's ever so simple. And I just built up this lovely little descending shape, it just keeps happening harmonically. Um, usable, right? I think it's really usable. Yeah. Great. Great. Um, you got any suggestions? Yeah, let's have a couple more. I thought I should throw in one or two. Um, when I set the challenge, one of the things I said was, 
what about something where you picture all the different parts at different ages in the congregation and so on? And that was a very difficult thing to do. But <laughs> Duncan Fraser has had a bash at it. And hey. I think we need to listen to what Duncan has come up with because it is, I mean, he's really done it. And so um, <laughs> let's have a listen. This one is called Everyone Together. As you can imagine, it is, um, well, you can imagine what it's about. Everyone Together. We come together as one to Father, Spirit and Son And with creation sing of His glory By grace He's opened the way to new creation's day We celebrate the glorious story Angels sang in starlit skies to tell of your birth Our God come down, the King is with us So the heavens resound You live like none had ever lived before By faith every day died and rose again for us and so with joy we can say Jesus our Saviour, our Redeemer Firm is foundation, risen one Bread from heaven, living waters You are our centre, you're our sun We come with thanks in our heart You've given us a new start You've turned us round to face a new direction You lead us in a new way To live in love every day With hope that's given by your resurrection Even though we walk into the darkest of times We will not fear for your Emmanuel The one who draws near And with your grace you are sufficient for our every day And in your light we see your beauty So with joy we will say in every day we seek your presence praying as one your will be done join us in spirit love and purpose how about that that is the closest to what when you said about oh have a you know a modern bit and yep. a this bit and a traditional bit, that's the one that i think is really followed that don't you think yeah, yeah. And, and kind of not held back on it not kind of tried to hide it just gone yeah. you know, let's get to the chorus let's bring the organ yeah. out let's go into yeah, four parts absolutely or, it reminds me a bit there was a fat fish song years ago in the 90s that had a kind of chorale part to uh, it do you remember that uh, might do it was kind of fat fish for funky song yeah and then funky with a ph yeah, yeah. funky <laughs> and then it had this bit in the middle that was like a like classical type chorale and it really reminds uh, yeah. me of that you saw, and then you know a bit of Lin-Manuel Miranda I, it really reminded me when he got into the, the kind of the spoken word slightly you know I mean rap maybe is slightly pushing it too far it's just a kind of uh, um, that section um, really made me think oh this is Lin-Manuel Miranda it had a little shades of Hamilton it had shades of the way he shaped the songs in the Disney films um, I think that is a cracking job Duncan, magnificent, absolutely magnificent. I nice take my one. hat off to you. Um, I've got one more, which is by Chris Taylor, and I just love the vibe of it. I want to play it because it reminds me a lot of my favourite Eurovision uh, Icelandic pop sensation. And uh, yeah, it's just great. Let's have a little listen. <laughs> Thank you. 
There was so much air instruments going on, guys. You, you are sad <laughs> we were, that this we isn't. Were, <laughs> we were playing them all. We were trying to pick out different parts as we went. Uh, for me, it's like Asgir meets Daddy Freya, and it's all Icelandic pop glory. Um, yeah. So I'm a big fan of that one. That was really fun. Great really job, fun. Chris. Well done, Chris. Do we have a star of the month? Star, 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 star of the month. I'm going to suggest Christine Wells because Christine has been all over everything with just a huge amount of encouragement. And I think that sometimes we need that. Um, in fact, I've, I'm looking at Chris's song now and she seems to have posted about four times i love it what a great song and then like a little further down i love this this is great and then another the time she's like this is brilliant i'm really thinking like, like yeah so super encouraging christine. i think we all, we all need a call with christine every morning just five minutes yeah just to pep us up and this is your morning christine call. The day, which would be uh the evening for christine i think for lots of us right well I have a challenge for you, peeps, uh, and it is around, we're going to call it the Physical Songs Challenge, and it's come out of uh, doing, reading and and writing and stuff for this Resurrection People uh, book, where one of the weeks uh, we're focusing on resurrection bodies. Um, I think it's easy for us to get disembodied as Christians, to have disembodied worship. Um, I mean, partly that's to do with the kind of Zoom stuff we've been having to you know, endure for the last couple of years where everything's kind of 2D and you're sort of dis- disconnected. But also uh, I think that there is, there's just something in, you know, some forms of Christian spirituality where we maybe have negative ideas of the flesh or a sense that the spiritual or the soulful is most important that our, our physical bodies aren't. Uh, but right at the beginning of the Bible, uh, God creates the heavens and the earth, the spiritual and the physical, the invisible and the visible. So unlike some sort of, you know, Gnostic and other kind of versions of, of spirituality and creation where, oh, well, God intends the, the the spiritual stuff, but the physical stuff is a sort of mistake. Mm-hmm. No, God says, this is good. Your bodies are good. The physical stuff of earth is good. Yeah. And of course, Psalm 139 talks about the wonder of our bodies being woven together by God in the secret place. And there's a, there's a real for affirmation uh, of our our physicality and then jesus comes right the incarnation and he is the word made flesh he mm. is god in a human body and he lives a bodily life uh with all the bodily functions that we have and then he dies a bodily death and then he's risen with a transformed and yet physical body so he is physical. He says to the disciples, look, does a ghost have flesh and bones like I do? He bears the scars. He eats with them. And yet it's beyond just uh, a normal earthly human body because it's eternal, because it's healed, because it's restored, because it's whole. Um, and so I think Jesus' resurrection body suggests that our bodies are also good and that we have this hope that our bodies will kind of be be transformed. This sounds great, uh, Sam. Thanks, mate. I'm excited about it. So one of the kind of holdups with people, hang-ups people have about this stuff is they think that Paul in particular is kind of body negative. 
uh, and I've read quite a bit of Paula Gooder stuff. She's really good on this. She's written a whole book uh, called Does she have an body? excellent body of work? Yeah, good of nah. them. <laughs> And she has argued in her book, Body, that Paul is not body negative, uh, but that Paul does recognise the weaknesses and limitations of our current body. So at one point he calls our bodies, or more than one point, he calls them bodies temples of the Holy Spirit. So he clearly has a very high view of our bodies as, you know, able to kind of carry the presence of God. But you also get that slightly knotty stuff in 1 Corinthians 15, where he talks about, you know, our bodies will be sown in one way and they will grow up another way. Mm. So they will kind of be, um, they will die perishable and they'll be raised up imperishable, those kind of things. And and we just, we just have to wrestle with that a little bit because he uses words like unspiritual and spiritual and we can kind of come at that thinking, oh, well, that's negative and this is, you know, unspiritual is bad, spiritual is good, but he's... Paul Good is arguing that he's he's not saying our bo- current bodies are evil, but they are kind of limited. They are um, they are subject to the fall, and what God is going to raise is perfected physical bodies. Yeah, and it's important, isn't it, that in Greek there's a distinction between the flesh sucks and the body soma. And when he talks about the, yeah. the flesh, this is a concept of a sort of it's a it's a, a deliberate contrast to spiritual um in terms of the the kind of the power of the thing but yeah. he also talks about the body the soma in all kinds of ways and, and sometimes i think we get that we get that confused don't we yeah yeah paul good is really good on that stuff so. i love just throwing in a bit of greek to try and sound that's good yeah <laughs> so that's about, good i don't know about four four words but those are two of them <laughs> <laughs> So, without yeah. wanting to get too far down the the theological mumbo jumbo, yeah. um, here's a few themes that people could attack Great. on this. Come um, on, give us some themes. So, the most obvious one is kind of movement as a way of praising God. So, you've got all those classic kids songs where we think yeah. our oh, kids are, you know, active. They need to move. So, let's do every move I make, I'm making you or. I'm going to jump up and down, going to prune, prune, or hands, hands, fingers, thumbs. They were made. To, that's a lot of Dougie, Doug, Doug Hawley. Um, uh, but I was thinking about that. And you could, of course, you know, write an all age song or write a children's song that does that. But what about something in a more grown up way as well? Mm-hmm. Could we write a song that kind of implies we have some songs that say things like I will lift my hands. Yeah. Or, you know, um, could we write something that implies movement and encourages movement as part of our worship in either a kind of kiddie way or a or a more grown-up way yeah i was just thinking about you know um love lord god heart mind soul and strength and we quite often kind of leave the strength bit out don't we yeah and that could be i don't know what you do with it but that's that kind of okay focusing on the strength bit because we do a lot of the heart and the mind and the soul when we and we sing yeah yeah there's that song, we stand and lift up our hands for the joy of the Lord. Yep. We bow down and worship him now. But I don't know whether anyone actually does, does those things as they're singing them. But maybe we could just ha- sort of have a take a step towards saying, well, why do we actually do these things? Yeah, some of it is, is posture songs, isn't that? That's another way of, yeah. of talking about it. Like Matt Ribbon's Face Down. Yeah. Again, it's a sort of, it. it's a metaphor, but actually it is people do it as well. I mean, it's, you know, it's a, yeah, as a thing, it and maybe maybe it's helpful to actually physically em- embody and be, yeah, you know, doing that 
as you're singing. And maybe if you're going to do that, I'm just thinking about the kind of the action or the posture thing, is that you write your song in such a way that that thing is not just kind of, doesn't just happen and you move on, mm. but actually almost a song, you you dwell there enough that you, that to do the physical action feels meaningful and feels like it's yeah. part of it. Absolutely. So that's one idea. Uh, another one is um, the goodness of our bodies in general. So that's sort of Psalm 139 stuff, thanking God for our physical selves, thanking God for, you know, making us as bodies with, you know, movement and, you know, we can enjoy food and all the senses and you could, you could kind of delve into that. Uh, also thinking about Jesus' physical body. So there's a, a song that I was looking at in the uh, Jubilate catalogue, thinking about maybe trying to write a tune, um, The Hands of Christ, The Caring Hands. And it talks about his hands that were caring and yet they were nailed to the wood. And, and it goes on to talk about other aspects. So you could think about his feet, you know, walking in the dust to bring good news, his eyes filling with tears, his stomach hungry for food, his back beaten by soldiers. Yeah. You know, so that just his kind of physical yeah, yeah. lived existence. And yeah. that could be part of a song. Or you could kind of combine that or do a separate song about Jesus' resurrection body. Uh, those Luke 24 things about I'm not a ghost, I eat, I have the the marks in my hands, the kind of hope that we have because of Jesus' resurrection body that we will also have resurrection bodies. And then there is some, there is also some sort of slightly more difficult things in this theme. So... Uh, Paul is pretty realistic about the fact that our current bodies are imperfect, mm. that we have aches and pains, that we, you know, some people uh, have lots of struggles with their bodies, maybe because of illness, maybe because of um, disabilities, things like that. And so maybe there is a song which is more honest about those things, maybe a sort of lament song or a prayer song for those who do struggle with sort of limited mobility. And you could also, you know, point towards the hope that we have uh but yeah that sort of engaging with that and again this is kind of slightly thorny topics yeah so if you know for me as a kind of able-bodied person i think i would need to talk to somebody who was in you know a, a position of struggling with their body or yeah or, or maybe we, we've talked before on the podcast about you know um disability theology yeah so maybe read a bit of that to kind of get your head around what's a helpful way to write a song into that kind of... What was that interview you did before? John Swinton. John yeah. Swinton's the man to check out, yeah. Might be worth going back to that. And then the last thing I was thinking was, um, again, this is slightly a thorny thing, but kind of issues of body image. So body dysmorphia or not seeing ourselves the way that God sees us and we use that the phrase of our bodies being a temple mm -hmm. and in the one of the reflections from resurrection people we talk about the idea that well if you're a temple like with a human temple or, or church you don't worship the building mm. you want to worship god in the building mm. and so you don't put too much emphasis on that but you also don't um mistreat the building mm. you know and so actually there's a kind of balance there of saying, well, my body is a temple of God. Therefore, I'm going to worship God in this body, but I'm also going to honour this body. Mm. I'm going to be thankful for this body. I'm going to try and look after it. And I suppose where people have got body image issues, uh, finding a kind of gentle and a pastoral way of maybe addressing and 
sort of celebrating but also saying hey god where we struggle with our bodies because we all do to some degree you know whether it's you know wanting to be fitter or you know slimmer or more you know whatever we've all got yeah. those issues mm. with certain things we do and don't like with our bodies so um maybe kind of and again you know being sensitive about that doing a bit of reading doing a bit of talking to people around that but maybe that's a song that you could you could go in that direction i think this is really rich sam thank you for this um one thing that struck me and i think is worth saying is uh, i think we should avoid body metaphors so i think we should mm -hmm. avoid the body of christ metaphor for example okay because not that it's wrong but because by using it metaphorically we sort of lose the point that we're trying to think about it as a real thing and at, or yeah. about real bodies and so I, I would avoid that i remember when we ran the doxicology search and we had people sending in songs so often people would send us in stuff that talked about oceans and mountains and things but they're all metaphors yeah. And it sort of undermined the point of, yeah, but we don't want to sing about the met spiritual metaphors. We want to sing about the actual things. Yeah. Um, so that would, I mean, not, I guess not that you can't go there, but I, I think it, you'd have to do it really well to maintain yeah. the power of, no, we're not doing the metaphor bit. We're doing the real bit. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, again, you know, some of these things that maybe the action songs is fairly common, but a lot of these things are kind of uncharted because we just so rarely engage our bodies or think about our bodies in this context. So we will be breaking some new ground here. You'll probably be writing a song that you think, gosh, where would I fit this? Or, And that's okay. You know, we can just have a go. Uh, I mean, it might be as simple as something to do with rest, maybe. Yeah. You know, do we, yeah. do we look after our bodies? Do we rest? Do we eat well? Do we... Um, I've probably talked about this before in the podcast, but I'm always struck about the Elijah thing of him, yeah. you know, being at his worst and God ministers to him by letting him sleep, giving him some food, letting him sleep again, giving him some more food. And, and, and maybe that's just part of, of this whole thing is God help us to look after ourselves yeah. and to look after others. Uh, if, if you do end up writing a, an action song and you end up having to, you might have to video yourself doing some of the actions. Yes. If you Come do on. That, I, I should probably say what would be really helpful is if you can upload it to YouTube as an unlisted video and then link it because the videos yeah. might completely max things out. I, I'm looking forward to this. Again, I think it's going to be tough, um, as they often are. But it, it's... I like the way sometimes these challenges, they not only challenge us as songwriters, but they challenge the way we think about worship as well. And I, I yeah. like that those things are happening alongside. Thank you, Sam. Well, that's all we've got for this month, folks. And then next month is, is going to be the last month of the 12th <gasps> Challenge. So we're going to save up a doozy for you for that one. <laughs> I don't want, I want your doozy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that sounds like it is. Um, so should we finish with a featured song, which is the one that Sam talked about at the beginning of the podcast, Draw Near the Tomb, a new song for Easter. Until next time, bye-bye. Bye. Draw near the tomb. As earth begins to wake The shadows pierced by dawn's first light Angels descend The ground begins to shake Why do you seek the crucified? He is not here He is risen from 
Come see the stone is rolled away. He is alive. He is risen, like he said. Go tell the world it's resurrection day. Watch as they go. Christ himself appears The world will never be the same Jesus is here He is risen from the dead And worthy of eternal praise He is alive He is risen like he said Resurrection day Fall at His feet Pour out your love and praise And see the world through brand new eyes Hear Jesus say There's no need to be afraid As resurrection Resurrection